Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life, bringing you another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. And I've got my guest chuckling already. You got me right. <laughs> Welcome. I've got uh, with me today is William. Bill. I call him Bill Seeger. Welcome, Bill. Yeah, thank you very much. Good to have you with me. Hey, it's my pleasure. This is your second appearance. Right. Uh, Live on Purpose Radio. Do you remember that episode? I I do, with my brother-in-law. With your brother-in-law, Dave Peterson. Mm -hmm. We did an episode. If you guys want to find it in the archives, it's called Leveraging Life's Liabilities. Right. And I had Bill on my show then. That was about uh, two or three years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, it's been that long. It was a couple of years ago. And let me just tell you how this has, has unfolded. At the time, Bill, we were talking about how both you and your brother-in-law have encountered some difficult things in your life. Right. We call them life's liabilities. And everybody has them. And for your Mm -hmm. brother-in-law, it's a medical condition. Multiple sclerosis. Mm -hmm. And the last time I saw him, he was in a wheelchair. Totally. Mm -hmm. And uh, so this is progressing and playing out the way we would expect multiple sclerosis to play out. Right. And he used to be a top-level athlete. Runner. He yes. Was, he, was a, he was, in fact, a state champion runner. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking very accomplished in what he was doing. And, and this has created some clear challenges for him. Well, you shared at the time that you had some liabilities in life as well. I did. Big time. And at that time, Bill, you had just become... I think, willing enough to share your story that you agreed to come on my show with me. That's correct. Now, since then, you've taken it a step further. Right. I wrote a book. (laughs) (laughs) I remember a time. And I I just want to share with our our listeners here, Bill, that I, I remember a conversation I had with you. Right. In my office years ago, when we were talking about this concept of why me versus why not me right do you remember that i did and you started to realize at that point that there was more to this package than you thought exactly in fact i was really embarrassed about the whole thing right you i my comment to you was what do you mean duh i wouldn't want everybody in the whole world know the problem i was having right right so to give the context to that and some of our listeners haven't listened to the previous episode why don't you take just a minute, Bill, and share with us where you were, what the issue was for you, just you know, briefly at least, and then where we're going with this now. Can you give a little bit of an introduction that way? Right. Well, I spent a good uh, part of my early life uh, living a life of a homosexual and mm-hmm. uh, struggling with those issues uh, uh, within myself. Each day, you know, I just was struggling with it, and uh, um, 
Now, this included a full-blown gay lifestyle that right. you chose to live for several years. Right. I, I don't had, even know how many years. Well, it would have been uh, 12, 14 years. 14, 14 years. 14 years, yeah. Living in that lifestyle. Yeah. Well, in and out of the lifestyle. I was actively okay. that way probably 10 of it. Okay. Towards the, la- the last 10, yes. The first, mm-hmm. the first few years I was jumping in and out of it because I was combating myself with it. I didn't like it. I didn't want it. Then I say, right. well, like, like an addict. I respond uh-huh. like an addict. Well, I can, get, I can take care of this, but I wasn't able to do it mm-hmm. on my own. Mm-hmm. So I would participate. Then I say, oh, that's it. I'm going to leave. I'll go back. I left the Bay Area, go back home in Pennsylvania. Then I go mm-hmm. back to California. I kept bouncing around like that mm-hmm. and uh, not wanting to, to be that way. And I'm sure all of us struggle that way that has this problem. Right. So... And you'll notice that I slipped a word in there that you chose to live a gay lifestyle. I did. Do you see that as a choice now? Yes, I do, as a matter of fact. Uh, it, <laughs> and maybe you a, didn't always. I know I didn't. I always thought, well, that's just the way it is. All my gay friends would say, oh, that's just the way it is. You might as well just accept it and live it. You know, you can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and But I still struggle within myself about not wanting to participate in that lifestyle mm-hmm. it was one of those things i bounced around all the time within myself right and so uh, but i finally made a choice and that choice had a lot to do with with your spirituality right with some goals that you had had your entire life and you go into this in your book so right. so people are going to be able to get a little more detail through your book mm-hmm. from that but basically there came a time in your life when you saw that there's another alternative for you. There's another choice you could make. Yes, I, f- I figured that out um, when I joined the church, actually. Uh-huh. When uh-huh. I, I encountered, just prior to joining the church, I got into spiritualism, so I was having a lot of spiritual experiences, although I'm not sure the, the source of all of them at that time, but I was still having them. Sure. And I... Um, was there, which prepared me because my, in my thinking, being a Presbyterian all my life, I just thought, oh, I never much thought about death was the end. Mm-hmm. That was all. That was all over. And when I encountered the LDS Church, and had that door open to me, uh, and I opened that door actually, uh, I found out that 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 was not the case. But I found mm-hmm. that out mm-hmm. prior to that through the spiritualist church, spiritualist people, people doing readings and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm which I found out that I shouldn't be involved with, and I just immediately dropped after I joined the church. So, so it created for you a new possibility. Right. And you had a lifelong goal of family. I did. Which wasn't consistent with the gay lifestyle that you were living before. No. I, one of my big issues was I wanted to have a wife and children and grandchildren. Mm-hmm. And I've always loved children. I've always wanted to have children. And that mm-hmm. was the big issue with me through my trying to make up my mind, you know, whether I stay in it, you know, my jogging back and forth between the two. Mm. That was one of the mm-hmm. underlying issues mm-hmm. with me. And it's embarrassing, you know, you don't know why. There's a lot of mixed emotions there. Sure. I didn't have any support from home that I could go to, to, you know, to help well, me you out. Were in the, you were in the Navy as well. Well, I did. I ran away. I, uh, I got a scholarship in Youngstown State University in music. Mm-hmm. And the dean of the music school came to me there and, and while well, I had my appendix out after I graduated, or no, I'm sorry, my tonsils, after mm-hmm. I graduated, I was in the hospital, 
And at that time, they kept you in the hospital. And he offered me, offered me a, uh, uh, a scholarship. Well, it turns out he offered me more than that. He got uh, too friendly with me. Oh, yes. And so he started more or less today what you call stalking. He just kept following me around, wanted me to be in his choir, pick me up and take me places. And you know what? I was so naive. I didn't even know what was going on at first until mm-hmm. I encountered it. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I actually ran away from him uh, after two and a half years of college and his threat on me. I, I actually ran away and went into the Navy mm-hmm. and spent four mm-hmm. years there. Mm-hmm. And that was a great experience for me. I'm so glad I did that. I loved that a lot. Yeah. And that was another issue you'll see in my book, how I had to handle that, because at that time they did not have Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Right. And it was an undesirable discharge if they found out if you were gay. So there's not only the personal shame, embarrassment that you were feeling about all of this, but there was some real risks that if this were found out, it could cause some really... Powerful consequences in your life. Oh yeah, an undesirable uh, discharge in the military would not be good. Mm-hmm. It's depending mm-hmm. on what occupation you want to get into, or if anyone had sure. found out about it, why it would be. So, bad. Bill, all of this is detailed in your book, right? I mean, you go into the story, and and we'll uh, give you more information about the book. You can you can go to a link right there on liveonpurposeradio.com, and we'll send you right to it. We'll talk about that in just a few minutes, too. But I want to get to the story behind the book. Good. Because this is so fascinating to me. So here was this package in your life. You showed up on my doorstep. All right. I don't know, four or five years ago. All right. It was a while back. And you disclosed to me what this issue was. And you said, well, what what are you ashamed of? And I said, duh, what do you think I'm ashamed of? <laughs> well, you came in and you plopped down and you said, I don't even know how to tell you this, Dr. Paul. I'm gay. And I'm like, and what did you want to talk to me about? Uh, what's going on? Right. So you were going through some, some internal conflict at the time. Hmm. And one of the things that you were beating yourself up over was this title of your book. Right. Talk about that for just a minute. What well, was going on in your mind, and what changed for you? Well, when you, when you and I were discussing this, you, I was asking me, why me? Why did I have to be this way? And right, because you wanted something different. Right. Even why, though, why even me? Though, why am I cursed with this package? You got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the package, I didn't like it. But now right. I have found out we've all got packages. Now, so, isn't that interesting? Yeah. And your comment to me is, well, what do you have to be ashamed of? And, I, of course, I said before, duh. Uh-huh. And, you, and then you told me it would be a shame if I didn't share this with other people, and I didn't want to do it. I and could I, never sh- I, tell anyone I, No, I this. popped up and said, I'm not writing a book. That's exactly what I said to you. I remember you saying Something that. Something went through my mind that said, write a book. I just said no. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it wasn't you that asked me. No. But, <laughs> but anyway, that's what But you were fighting with yourself. And, and one thing that I saw at that point that I think you've seen since then is that this, this difficult, embarrassing, powerful experience had a that you've purpose. had had a purpose. Exactly. And it's not just for you. No. Do you get that now? I got that now. It's for you know anyone, my family, my mother, my father, my wives, my children, grandchildren. Well, your kids didn't know about this. Nope. Your wife did. Yep. She, all, that, that's all she knew. Mm-hmm. She knew no details. I would not talk about it. I just went through all of our marriage up until four or five years ago. 
I would not talk about it or tell her what I was doing mm-hmm. or how, you know, who I was involved with, how I was involved or any of those details. And the only detail she still knows is what's in the book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just feel sometimes with a wife, you, you got to be, you got to just too much detail sometimes it causes so, a little trouble. Tell me if you remember this differently, Bill. Um, I remember in our conversations having some discussion with you about how how you were so ashamed of this and it, and it was just such a a big black eye in your life that you were trying to deal with and and as you acknowledged just a few minutes ago it's not that it, ha- it has stopped being an issue for you no it's just that you have chosen a particular way to handle this I chose a new path and it's different from what you chose before that's the power of your experience i think is that you discovered choice. The, the, I discovered choice is the way out. Right. Right. It's if, also the way one, in. And exactly. And if <laughs> a person really wants to, that, that's the bottom line. If you want to do something mm-hmm. about it, you can do something about it. So I was sitting here in my seat, seeing this powerful man in my office basically sniveling around like a victim <laughs> saying what I'm sorry Bill no, but I remember that <laughs> <laughs> you were yeah. and saying why me why this why why did god curse me with this and then you made a transformation at some point the lights went on for you and you saw that you know what why not me and i could see that here's a powerful story bill where you were trapped And you saw that the way out was choice. And it occurred to me, and I think it did to you as well, that there are other people who are trapped. Right, exactly. Who don't see their own power and their own choice in the situation. Now, there's some things you don't get to choose, right? Right. Some of the context in your life, some of the things that happen to you, you don't get to choose. Right. But you always get to choose what you're going to do with that. Or how you respond to other people's choices. And I remember what eventually led to the book conversation was, how is this experience going to assist or bless or lift the life of anyone if you don't share it with them? Exactly. If you don't share what you've learned. That's my comment. No, I'm not going to write a book. Oh, you see, I changed my mind. Yes, you did. (laughs) And what was it that made the biggest difference for you in changing your mind? What what did you realize, Bill? When I come to realize, and you pointed out to me, that that I should share my success and what I had done. Because when we talked, uh, I'll be 40 years this fall uh, of uh, free of that, uh, of those experiences. And uh, so that's about five years, about 35 years living, you know, with a wife and family and, and raising a family. Mm-hmm. So... That um, and your kids are raising kids now. Oh yeah, grandkids. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Had you not made that choice, Bill, look how many lives would have been affected by that. I know. I told my daughter the other day. I was telling one of her friends that we were talking about this book, and and I says, if I hadn't changed my ways, there would be no Sonia. <laughs> yeah. And so, I know your daughter you Sonia. Know her, right. I think she's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, we've, we've set the stage to talk about a couple of other principles. We're going to come back to those after we get to our break. But here's the, here's the, the bottom line. You get to choose. Right. It's a choice. You don't always get to choose what happens to you, but you always get to choose. 
what you're going to do with this package that you've been blessed with. Exactly. We've got more to do with that. We'll be right back after this break. Thank you for joining me for the Live On Purpose radio podcast. It is truly an honor to be a part of your prosperity team. Please visit the website, drpaul.org, where you will be able to sign up for Empower, a quick, inspiring message that will be sent right to your inbox several times a month. Click on the blog link to share your comments and be part of the discussion. You can also pick up powerful information products and stay in touch with upcoming events all to assist you in creating and living a life that you love. Share Live On Purpose Radio with someone in your life today, and thanks for listening. This is Kirk Weasler to tell you about morebetterbooks.com. Morebetterbooks.com is where you can find more better books for a more better life. Not only that, let me tell you about some of the very fun and cool select titles on morebetterbooks.com. You'll want to get a copy of The Dog Poop Initiative. This best-smelling book could change your life forever. It certainly changed the lives of thousands of Boeing employees, as well as school teachers, parents, leaders across the United States and in Israel and in Germany. And you can get your own copy at morebetterbooks.com. Whoa, that's not all. What about The Cookie Thief? This classic tale told in a rhyming format, fully illustrated with very fun hit messages. Pick up a copy now today on morebetterbooks.com. Other great titles there, Finding Your Pathway to Mastery, Beyond Illusions, Make It Great. These titles are only available on morebetterbooks.com. Go to morebetterbooks.com today and begin to have a more better life and live that life on purpose. Success in any endeavor does not happen by accident. Rather, it's the result of deliberate decisions, conscious effort, and immense persistence, all directed at specific goals. Gary Ryan Blair. Okay, Bill. We covered a couple of things during the break that we got to let the listeners in on. Okay, okay? go for it. Now, uh, the first part, well, okay, I'm putting this all together in my head. Everybody has their package. Yes. You get that? Right. So you listeners, your package may be completely different from Bill Seeger's package. Addiction. It could, uh, it could be anything. Drug addiction, anger addiction. There's, this, there's a whole array of addiction. I went Absolutely. through that 12-step addiction program, mm-hmm. and everyone has addictions. Okay, so mind. whatever your particular package is, mm-hmm. I don't care. Everybody's got a package. Right. That sounded like I don't care. I, I care. I'm well, Dr. That, Paul. The, I, the packages are good for you. But here's the deal. It doesn't matter what your package no, is. No, no. The same principles apply. So, Bill, here you were trapped by a package that was absolutely unacceptable to you. Right. And yet you found yourself just kind of giving into it for however long you did. Right. And then you chose out. 
Okay, so that's the first powerful principle I want everybody to notice. But then, and you came to me, what, 30 years later? Right. Something like that. Mm -hmm. Because it was still creating some captivity for you mentally as you were asking this why me question. Exactly. You started asking a different question, why not me? And then you were terrified with the prospects. (laughs) You got that right. (laughs) Okay. Is that fair to say it that way? Exactly. So as you chose to begin sharing this, you started with your family. I did. Can you tell us about that? Well, when I, once I decided to, uh, to write the book, I set all my family down, my two, my two daughters and my son-in-law and, uh, let them know what I had done in the past. None of them knew. My wife knew, but children did not know that I lived a gay lifestyle and I sat them down and I says I'm going to write a book and and they let them know and they were very receptive about it especially my son-in-law he says my his respect for me went up the ladder quite a lot wait 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 hold on <laughs> that's not what you expected no exactly I did not expect that this is a beautiful concept Bill. right because and I've talked to to Jim about this, and he shared with me how empowering and liberating that was for him personally right. to hear you share this. Right. You didn't expect that. I did not. You expected them to all run screaming out of the room, declaring that they would never talk to you again. Or ashamed of me. Or, or they were ashamed of you yeah. and rend their clothes or whatever, right. right? But that wasn't their response. No, it was not. In fact, most generally the response to it has been positive. Mm-hmm. To anyone I've told since then, I've been uh, as I was writing a book. I would tell different people, uh, some people we know mm-hmm. together, and they were just all, th- "Oh, this is wonderful!" You know, I'm so glad you were able to do what you've done, and and so on. And we and all their, have that package, and their admiration and respect went up, went up because they have a package too, right? Okay, everyone and has everybody one. has this private battle with their own package. And they just stay stuck there until something or someone or some concept or idea or principle creates a new possibility for them. Mm-hmm. And Bill, you're sharing it created new possibilities for people. Right. And it doesn't matter what their package is. No, it does not. It does not. But here's... Do you remember? We have um, a mutual acquaintance. Uh, I consider her a friend of mine, Leslie Householder, who's mm-hmm. been on this show a couple of times. Right. And Leslie talks about the terror barrier. Okay. Okay. The terror barrier. The terror barrier is this. You come to a certain point in your life where you are terrified to take the next step. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's not bad news. It just means your old beliefs are coming in conflict with your new beliefs. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And your old belief was, I can never share mm-hmm. this. And your new belief was, I have to share this. Right. Well, those come into conflict. See, that's the terror barrier. Got it. And you get to either retreat into security, and your security was just fighting your private battle. And Yeah, right. And beating yourself up in the process, mm-hmm. versus breaking through that terror barrier into freedom. Right. And you came up against that when you started to share it. That's right. Exactly. It's It's a tough thing to... It's easy to sit here and say, you know, it it's a it takes courage. 
It takes a lot of guts, <laughs> Bill. It's just like everyone said when I went on a radio station down in St. George. It's, it still takes a lot of courage to to do it this. Does. You know, I wrote the book, but I had it sitting around for a couple of years before I had the courage to put release it. Now I got some news for you. Okay, let's get it. Not everybody's gonna love you for this. I know. <laughs> you know, and I've thought about that, Bill, because as I read your book, the the primary theme that I found there is choice. Right. Choice and accountability. And there's a lot of people who are going to resist that message. Okay? And I want to handle this in a sensitive way because I know that some of our listeners may have a disagreement with you about the particular topic of homosexuality, the gay lifestyle, whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it, and choice. Right. Okay? Well, they get to believe what they're going to believe. And listeners, you are welcome to believe whatever you want to believe. But Bill, as you share your experience with this, it's going to liberate some and tick others off. Right. Are you ready for that? I'm going to have to be. (laughs) (laughs) But that's part of the fear, isn't it? Right. Because you don't want people to hate you for what you believe. No, but the book is designed for those that want to do something about it Mm -hmm. and make a choice to do something about it. They can do it. It's not to force people into a choice. We just, it's an opportunity. Okay, if you want to do something about it, then get off your can and work at it. And can I point something out to you? What's that? This is something that you learned along the way, I think, when you you discovered that you need to share this story. Okay? What if I were to go out there and share with people, hey, you have a choice. Okay, I've got a PhD, right? Right. So they'll believe me, right? That's correct. No, I don't think they'll believe Uh, me. You'll believe me. Do you see how you have a leg up on me? <laughs> with the people who are, are struggling with the same thing that you've struggled with, you have higher credentials, more believability, more validity, more credibility than I do. And I'm not saying the PhD is anything. It, I mean, it's just piled <laughs> higher and deeper, according to some. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But your life experience carries power that I don't have in that area. I've right. got experience with my own package, but not with yours. That's right. Experience. That's why it's so important for everyone to look at their own package and see that there's a purpose for it. That's the big thing I found out. And the, the thing I found out is, you know, if you look at it in... in uh, homosexuality as nature puts it, it's pretty obvious to figure out what parts of your body to do what. Mm-hmm. If you look at what God did to you, it's obvious that God can make you perfect. The question is, why did God not make you perfect? What weaknesses mm-hmm. did he give us and for what reasons? And that's, the whole, that's what we need to find out as we mm. make our choices. Okay, this is my package. Now, how am I going to deal with this? And here's another possibility for those of you who may be struggling with that particular idea. Perhaps you are perfectly designed to be imperfect. Right. And as you, as you see the purpose for your package, Bill, are you seeing that more and more now? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I what's do. happened as you've started to share? I have. I have. I've jumped out on the, uh, um, per- the bandwagon now and let everybody know what, what I have to offer and what uh, the experiences I had. I'm pretty frank in the book. Yes, you are. And, and uh, it will, gives me legitimacy mm-hmm. because uh, I need, everyone needs to know that You've been I've, there. I've been there and it's for real. Mm-hmm. And, and the effects that it had on me and had on my family was real. 
And that may be something we might want to talk into is Mm -hmm. how family respond to it because my family didn't respond to it well at all. Mm -hmm. They, They just denied that I was that way. You mean back when you were living the when, lifestyle? When I let my mm-hmm. my mother and father know, uh, they they just they didn't handle that well at all. Mm-hmm. And then they started to uh, to say, "Oh no, you're not that way. You're just you you know mm-hmm. you chose that way." Well, maybe, maybe I did choose that way, but there well, you weren't ready to the, hear that. At no, the time. I wasn't ready to hear that. And my mother came up to me and she was crying and she came up face to face to me. And th- my mother never gave me a hug or told me she loved me ever. Oh. And, and, and uh, then she told me that she loved me that time. But then mm-hmm. right out of the same breath, she says, well, you can go get some help. Mm-hmm. So it was mm-hmm. conditional. And so that uh, family mm-hmm. members, it's hard for moms and dads, and I understand that. Mm-hmm. But it's important for moms and dads to take control of their children at a young age and develop a rapport so mm-hmm. that they'd have the courage to come. I had no one to turn to. Mm-hmm. I had absolutely no one to turn to. With my problems, I just ran mm-hmm. there. We just ran away. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. ran away. So, as you've started to share, Bill, what has changed for you? You were in the why me, stuck in that victim mode. You made a change over to why not me? Am I not just as qualified to take this on as anybody? In fact, you know what, Bill? When you think about it, you have more resources than a lot of people to handle this in a productive way now. Right. Um, I've come to a greater understanding about why it was that way. Uh, what uh, opportunities that, I, that uh, present themselves to me that I can you know, approach in a different way. I just came to a greater understanding about my purpose, of, of what, I'm, what, I, what Heavenly Father is trying to do for me. Um, he, he has a plan. I think mm. you're the one that told me about the plan. Hmm. You remember the plan? He has a he has a map for us, and, and you don't always see the whole map. We do don't you? see the right map. We go we get off course a lot of times. And, yeah, and, uh, and to, I, yeah. the weaknesses are given to us for a very important purpose, not only for ourselves but for others, because other people have to learn from us too. We have to learn from other people. So, Bill, since you made the the change, and I don't mean choosing out of the gay lifestyle mm-hmm. i mean choosing out of the why me <laughs> yeah out of my own which personal is a more battle. recent change for you yes what effect has that had on your family on your relationships well it's been positive according to my wife she says uh i didn't notice any particularly big difference after i wrote, started writing the book she started noticeably changing notice noticing changes in me and how i behaved how i reacted and I suppose she probably talked to you about some of those. I'm not sure. But all I know is that she, she claims that I'm a different person now than I was before I started writing the book. So the mere fact that I wrote the book was... Well, Louise is quite a trooper. Yep, she sure is. She is a neat lady. You chose well. <laughs> I didn't know, by the way, that you were both pilots and owned your own planes when oh, you met. We had two airplanes and two... <laughs> Two, two uh, cars and no children. And I'm the, sorry, that's just cool. Then the children you went came. on a date to like <laughs> Las Vegas or something. She flew you? me, yes. It's like your plane or mine. Yeah, she flew her plane. That's fun, Bill. That was nerve-wracking. Louise wrote a postscript to your book. Mm-hmm. And I love the way she wrapped it up. When she said, as far as my and Bill's life together, the best is yet to be. Yep. She sees things improving. 
She has. She has seen him improve. And I've... And you alluded to the fact that she's talked to me a little bit, and you both have. We've had a relationship mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. a number of years now. Is uh, I get to be a spectator. I know, and she has a better life. understanding of me, see, and I have a better understanding of her. And that is profound, okay, because as you made a choice that liberated you, and, and we can look at two of these choices now. Years ago, when you chose a new lifestyle, over the one that was not working for you. No, it did not work at all. And that liberated you. Exactly. That choice. And then just a few years ago, as you made another choice, that liberated you again. Right. In a new way that you hadn't anticipated before. No, I did not. This is so encouraging to me as I look at my own package. Maybe any package that any of you listeners are having, just take a look at it. Write it down. Share it? Yeah. Write it down and share it. I could never share it. No. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. What a powerful message that, Bill, is. Let's let's draw some attention to where where readers can go, or listeners who will become readers as they get to your book. You have a website. I do. It's called whyme-whystruggle.com. Right. WhyMe-WhyStruggle.com. Right. And what can they find there at the website? Bill? Right there they have uh, a preface of my book is on that website. Okay. A, sl- a, my, a small biography and a picture of me and my wife. However, the picture is outdated, so I'm going to have to get after my son-in-law to get a new picture. There you go. Because I have a lot more grandkids and people involved in my life. Mm-hmm. And then I have a, where you can buy the book. You can click on there. It'll take you to Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have my blog on there. I'm on Facebook. You're following me on Facebook on, on my blog. Soon have Twitter. Perf- it's all coming. We're still putting Perfect. it together. Yeah, you're learning about social networking, no aren't kidding. you? I'm just trying and to figure out Facebook. And marketing a book. <laughs> you've, you've shared your story. Now it's a question of getting it out there. And dear listener, you know someone who could be liberated by this story. Parents, too. Parents, siblings, friends, share it. Right. Have okay. a I, would, I think it's a good read, Bill, just for the fact of illuminating the principles we've talked about here today. But what a powerful example of how to choose out of something that's holding you captive. Right. Thank you so much for being hey, here today and for my sharing. Pleasure. That. We'll do it again sometime. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Everybody go out there and live on purpose.